This life ain't for everybody. I got Rob again, Triple S, Sierra Strength and Speed, Reno, Nevada, talking about fitness, talking about a healthy lifestyle, the mindset, the ideology, creating that lean muscle mass, that base that you don't want to lose. You're going to keep it. Last episode, we talked about a 400% increase in longevity of life span with lean muscle mass, balance, core strength, not falling down not breaking a hip, not breaking an ankle, stepping on something that wasn't just perfectly flat and roll your ankle and you're out for six months. When you work out, you find ways when you hit that bump or you roll over that, you find ways to correct yourself in a hurry through Rob's different techniques. That's what I've seen working out for, I don't even know. I don't. I have never quit working out. I know it doesn't show. I know some of you asses are going to ride in and go, it doesn't show, but I've never quit working out since ninth grade when I started with Coach Ken Cass and the McQueen Lancers, two-time state champions, may I add, 1993 and 1991. You got it. Way back. <laughs> it was. Oh, God, we would smoke any team playing today. Well, you yeah. could put that in the books. Kids are tougher. Rob, what tougher. is the best workout music? And I don't want to hear, well, it depends on what mood. You know you're where in. I'm going. Like sometimes you got like Barry Manilow playing for I know. Well, you know, some like, people like there's Barry. A lot of, there's a lot of weird stuff. Nothing wrong I, with Joe Montana low. Uh, is it Eminem or is it is it Billy Squire? Is it eighties rock? Is it Pantera? Well, I, you got to have that hard you know, hitting percussion. Now, if if it's our age group, it's got to be the eighties rock. Everybody's like, oh yeah, play that song. Play some ACD. It's it's ACDC's great. It, it's music. the uh, what do we call that? The uh, oh shoot, the, the arena rock. That's that's yeah, that's yeah. where it's at. You play any of those, so that, and then throw some Eminem in, I and you know Eminem we got throwing some. Out. Some other stuff. You know me. I got here some Foo Fighters. I mean, they get me going. I love Dave Grohl, and I've been working on this. Now, it's it's been challenging. Trust me. I'll tell you why. I, I know you like mine. challenges. But I, I'm, just challenges big, are good. I'm just not a big fan. Come on. They don't get me fired up at all. Really? Now, he does. Come on. He is a talent. It, he's his talented. guitar playing, his vocals, his songwriting, yeah. his drumming, his time with Nirvana. Well, but today, no, all we're going to no Kurt Cobain. I'm going to play Kurt Cobain. Come on, man. Kurt Cobain. I didn't like. I didn't like Nirvana. Wasn't their unplugged I, album is I one of the best I albums know, of all time. I know. I know. I go back and listen to it. There's some things, but at the time, do you want to know the truth? At the time, I liked Pearl Jam and I liked. Um, um, so you just said another terrible thing. Mm, mm, no, but you'll like, this one. you'll like this one. You'll like this one. You're saying uh, uh, Who doesn't like Nickelback? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, 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 Cornell. And, and all of Cornell's work. Well, so, genius, so I was though. into Cornell. But, but Eddie Vedder is but, not Scott Cornell. There's just no way. You mean Chris? I mean Chris, Chris. Cornell. He is not. He is not. No, no, he's not. But I like. But Pearl Jam 10 was when that album came out. I know a lot of people would go to Nirvana, but I, I liked. I don't. I wasn't I never into, into the Nirvana. I never thing. got into Eddie Vedder's voice. I couldn't really. Like now, like were they big? And can I argue how successful they were? No, that's not what this is about. But when I listen to Pearl Jam, I'm just like. Man, I, I'm more of a fan of like, and I like grunge. But if you mm. listen to Cobain's voice and Cornell's he, voice, he was he was special. It was it was I just never got into vo- it that, was unique. Eddie Vedder never hit me as a good vocalist. Is he a great musician and songwriter? Yes, like Jeremy and a lot of the songs they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they wrote Better Man. Yeah, they did write Better Man. I think. They what did. was the redo they did about the car crash? Uh, yeah that was a badass song that's the original is awesome but yeah. eddie vetter did a good job at that um 
Better Man is probably his best vocal uh, of all time, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yep. But I just never really got into them. It's like, man, I got to go see them live. Hmm. Never. Interesting. Like I, am, I hear they're good. I'm going like, to Guns N' Roses I, in Nashville in August. Yeah. Yeah. 30,000 seat uh, soccer arena. But you saw them in the day. That's, that's... Yeah. And I had a conversation with, again, Ted Nugent yesterday. And I said, Ted, um, and this has something to do with what, you know, lifestyle. Um, were we robbed of great music? Not meaning, obviously, Jimmy Hendrix would have been amazing to have yeah. for another 30 years, yeah. 40 years. Yeah. Um, John Bonham, the one of the best drummers mm-hmm. ever with Led Zeppelin, yep. would have been amazing to have him. Well, who knows if they would have, they might have stayed together, right? They might have done, yeah. yeah. Robert Plant still sounds good, but God, he does. The vocal. He's in the top three vocals of yeah, all time. It's Axl Rose, Robert Plant, and Freddie Mercury in my three. Well, you gotta go, Freddie. I mean, every Axel every person out there. If, if he hits all Freddie's six first, off, he hits all six octaves. Freddie's Freddie first. doesn't. Freddie's first. Freddie could not sing like Axl Rose. Oh, Come on, know. dude. I don't know. Read the reports. No, he's, the good, lead, I, he's the best. He's the best lead. Okay, we'll we'll, all time. we'll put that out there for debate. It's just facts. My opinion. If you talk to if you talk to all the rock guys, they're like Axl Rose, Freddie. Okay, you love ACDC. <laughs> Go look at the interview when Brian got hurt with his vocal cords and. Axel went in and filled in with him for that year. Well, Freddie wasn't around. Angus looks right at the camera and says, you want to see the best singer in rock and roll history? And he points right at Axel. Yeah. And, what does he know? And he had Bon he Scott. He can't hear anymore, he had remember. Bon Scott. He can't hear. You don't think Axel Rose is the best ever? <laughs> no. Oh, I don't. God. I don't. I don't. You are out of your mind. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. You're out of your mind. I know. I know. That's why Rose's, we get along. Guns That's why we can get along. unreal. I Workout hey, music. I'm good with, yeah. I but hey, but you agree. would never say this. Agree. Please tell me you would never say Foo Fighters are as good as Guns N' Roses. Depends what you like. Oh, <laughs> There's just no way. Now I've seen Grohl now, on now look stage. At, look at how long they've. So you got to go with span, okay? So when we talk longevity, right? We yeah. talk longevity. Guns Roses still. How around. long did Guns N' Roses take a break, and why? Axel's and when you look at long. There you go. When but you look at longevity, best. I'm not okay. Different argument. Different argument. Longevity. Then you right? have the stones. You want to be. You want to go as an athlete. You want to go three or four years longer because that's when you're going to get paid. It's about longevity, Chad. You know, if you quit your business today, then your your longevity mark isn't there, right? Not okay, that you're going to stop. About, what about, but it's about that longevity. What about the Jack Daniels still producing what about the good of alcohol? Guns N' Roses came back after a 20 or 25 year layoff of Smash yes, and Axel. and haven't put any good songs out. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> but neither is, neither is the Stones. The Stones. Oh, agree. The Stones. And ACDC last album. Eh. All right? their albums. It's, all it's, their albums sound the exact same. Right, exactly. They're all awesome. Exactly. But it's ACDC music. Um, but it's not, it's not, it's no longer being played in arenas. Not the new stuff, right? No, they're not playing no, any of those they're songs. They're one of the best ever, though. Right. It's got to be Thunder All the old songs. That's you shook right. me or Hell's yes. Bells back and black. You got it. Given the we can dog, just, a bone. we can just name them all. Um, I like where we're going. Let's let's do this. Guns and Roses started in '84, '85 in LA. Came out with Appetite for Destruction in the end of '86. The still number one selling debut album of all time. Is it thirty nine? I mean, the, the amount of albums they I, sold is I'm, unreal. I'm going way, with you. Way far it. ahead of its time. It's still number one. Um, then they put out lies with the B roll, the, the B sides of yep. their early some yep. of the early stuff, which included an Aerosmith song called "Mama Can," and then they had lies, the the acoustic side with "Used to Lover," um, mm-hmm. "Patience," "One in a Million," which is genius, which got them in a lot of trouble. Um, 
Didn't know that. Then that was in 88. Look that one up. Then they took four years of just touring and yeah. blew out every arena in the world. Sure. And sure. then they came out with they Here's Your Illusion 1 and 2 at the end of, ni- and at the end of 1991, 19, in beginning of 92. Okay. That was the double album of the blue mm-hmm. and the red cover, which mm-hmm. was absolutely genius. Then that went into 95 when they came out with the Spaghetti Incident, which yep. is a cover album of punk songs. Okay. Which was none of their originals. It was all covers. Okay. And then they broke up. Yep. In 96. I saw them in 93, 94, 95, 96. I think 95 was the Metallica co-headlining tour. Nice. And then they dismantled. Yep. And then it got bad between Slash and Axel. Axel went on to Snake Pit in like 98. And then Gilby Clark went on to do his thing. Izzy was gone. Duff went on to Velvet Revolver with Slash down the road. And they yep. all started doing their own thing. Yep. Axel brings back Guns N' Roses, puts out Chinese Democracy, I think, in 2007, which has some amazing music on it. <laughs> Had Buckethead on there and some different musicians with him. Then all of a sudden, in 2016, they reband. Right. And where I'm going with this is you okay. said if you I'm stay ready. together, you make I've all this money. I've been hanging out for this long. Where are we going? You said they make all this money. They had this, the number two in uh, history of music behind the Rolling Stones. I don't remember which which tour it was tour. with the Rolling Stones tour. But it was the number two highest grossing tour at over $500 million, the Not In This Lifetime tour. So... The anticipation of them coming back has made them the most lucrative band in the history of music behind behind Stones. The Stones, which are all in their eighties now, which is unreal. I mean, I think I think crazy. Keith Richards is close to eighty now. I he, think so. He, they say that when the world ends, it'll be him and a cockroach still walking. <laughs> like the guy's amazing that he's. It's Ted, possible. Uh, Ted Ted referred to him yesterday. It was so funny. I, he goes. He goes. He's my hero. He goes, he's genius, but how is he still alive? How is he still alive? I, I think pretty much everybody agrees so with that So my point was, I'll end it by saying, <laughs> Appetite for Destruction, Lies, Use Your Illusion 1 and 2, are their only four of, of material that they wrote. Okay. And they did all of this money on four albums. Four albums of songs. The, I think Rolling Stones have like 50 albums, 45 or 50 albums. Well, yeah, because we all want to hear the good ones, right? We don't, we don't care if they well, make a they new song. Well, they got a lot of good albums. We that just want to hear, hear the good ones. Van Halen had like 15. Right. Foo Fighters probably got, what, 12? Yeah, they're up there. They've been around a lot longer than people think, yeah. which blew my mind when I, when I saw it the other day. So for their for original work, four albums, yeah. and they're the one of the most – I think Axel's worth like $350 million. Now, people are going to go on there and say, well, some reports say $150 million. He's worth more than that. The guy, the guy has made a mint off of that name, Guns N' Roses, and sure. the licensing of his music. Sure. But four albums. Four albums starting in 1985, and their, their music stands the test of time that big. They didn't have to put out 60 albums of shit. They put out four, and the world went the best band of all time. <laughs> in four albums. For, well, I'm just going to bring this one up because you Chinese mentioned democracy. Them. What about Metallica? Okay, Metallica you know, has there's an a lot un, of, un, unbelievable a lot of career. Yeah. Sold out every arena because they're hard-hitting. They and Lars, had, Lars is an average drummer, right? but he had right. that hard-hitting percussion. Yeah. They're powerful, but God. He's got a voice. I oh, like his he's voice. He's one side, though. He's, he's only got one brain. I, it's good. James it's Hetfield's good. a stud, and he's yeah. a duck hunter. Yeah. But is they're he? no now. Are they as as big as that that it's ever been in in music of selling selling out arenas? Yeah, Probably. But look at Iron Maiden; they sell out every arena in the world except America. But Metallica is nowhere close on the spectrum of talent. 
Now, Kirk Hammett's a stud guitarist, but as far as their songwriting and their ability to put a song together, it's one power riff followed by powered percussion where if you listen to Guns N' Roses, they are so complicated. They are so complicated in their riffs and the way that Axel's a perfectionist and he is a freaking like a conductor. Truly, he is. Like if you if you study the the the, the way that they go in and out of their music from uh-huh. November Rain to Rocket Queen and how they put it together, you will never find that in a Metallica album. Now, with that being said, Master of Puppets in 1985 when they had Battery and that song Master when it yeah. starts off with Battery with that Mexican acoustic yeah. guitar, that was their most genius work in yeah. my opinion. They jumped the shark, as Howard Stern's guy would say, John, when he started Jump the Shark website. I don't know if you remember that, but that's mm. like when sitcoms jump the shark, like when you know they were going away. They they overdid it. Gotcha. Metallica jumped the shark with Inner Sandman. They went so commercial and so horseshit, where yeah. like Unforgiven and Inter Sandman was so bad, in my opinion. Where really? people are like, that's really? their best shit ever. No. <laughs> Ride the lightning and meddle up their ass and kill them all. And and then Master of Puppets yeah. was Metallica. Yeah. After that, none of it was good. Done with that? But again, right. they still had a ton right. of albums. Yeah. People are going to hear this and they're going to be like, you're an idiot. Metallica's the best ever. I'm like, no, they're not. Four albums. They had four albums. And they lit the world on fire. Four. You'll never find a better song in the history See, of music. So that goes, that goes back to your Jimi Hendrix Paradise thing. City. Four was all, Jimmy did all he all he needed. And he's, a legend. And, he's, and he's done. But is he a legend because he was a legend because he played the guitar upside down? He was talented. That's pretty freaking nuts. But is he a legend because he died? Because he died. But Axel's, he did he did a lot in a short amount Axel's of time. Axel's a legend and he's only fifty eight. I know. And he's think of what he could have done if he didn't take a freaking twelve year hiatus. What the frick? Well, what is, what would you have done if they didn't? <laughs> I don't know. Would you have been more fired up? I don't James know. has been in rehab like twenty times. Is that because of the stress of? of trying to keep Metallica together over those years. Yeah. They had to put him in rehab a bunch. Really? Slash and Axe, Slash and Duffer, they're all sober the last Clean decade. now, yeah. Now, does Axel sound the same now as he did? No. 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 When Axel Because he's in, not in shape. Yeah, he's not in shape. If he were in shape. See, transitioned uh, right into see, it. See how what he did that? What if he was? Well, that's when, when, when Motley Crue went back out on the road, that's what... Uh, he said he had to get himself in shape to hit the high notes. Your guy. He ain't in shape. He's not hitting. <laughs> he was. He was. Ever. He was. Then when he oh. got himself in shape. That, that's been. That funny. was for that's, the. The Molly, Do you remember Molly Crew held that press conference? Yeah. Do you remember what I'm I think. I think I do. They literally I I signed a, a a contractual agreement yep. with their attorney sitting there yep. that this is our last, last tour, tour. They're on tour again this year with Def Leppard. <laughs> I told you a story about seeing Vince and why and not break Nashville. that contract? Right? They're like, uh, I need a little more cash. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's easy money. Right. The way people right. like to go to uh, live music. Here is this is posted two hours ago. This is Carrie Underwood's concert. I don't know where it is. I don't know if it's her residency in Vegas, but f- flip through those. There's Axel. Look at how good Axel looks. And they said he sounded amazing on Really? That. Yeah. He looks good. So um, he brought her He's on. on the stage with, with Carrie Underwood? Yeah. Well, he brought her on That's... stage to sing Sweet Child of Mine oh. at a big concert a few months, like last at the end of last year. He looks good. He looks a lot better right now. I think he's I think he's like starting to get better shape and, yeah, for this I year. Mean, you know? Because they're, they're starting a huge world tour again. And he's going out to make another freaking probably quarter of a million. 
Interesting. He ain't looking bad right there, huh? No, I'm no, hoping. It looks good. I'm, I want to see the live video of this to see how he sounds. Because huh. after COVID, he came back, and they were in Hershey, Hershey, Pennsylvania. And this was 2021. That's funny. This is 2021. Um, let me see if I have it. This was, I think, 2021. And my buddy, I might have erased it already. He's standing front row in the pit in by the way, Pennsylvania. By the way, Carrie looks pretty good there, too. Oh, God, her legs. <laughs> look at my outfit. That's my outfit. Look at, I oh, have, that's nice. I have like four look at, of them. Holy, you might have to send me that. Look that's, at the hat, the sweatsuit. I'll wear that to the gym. Freaking, I'll wear it in the gym. I think you should. Look at that sweatsuit. Holy shit. That's a Use Your Illusion one. Are you bringing in the uh, vans, too? Yeah. That's Is that not freaking, sick? That's freaking. That's how you rock and roll, man. That, that. That's probably worth some money there, that outfit. I got so much. Dude, I got so much Guns N' Roses stuff. You'd be like, you're an idiot. Like, I got, I have hit Parader magazines from the 80s that you, I kept. Do you have one bedroom in this house that's all your if closet? If I took you in there and showed you, like, in here. Have you been in this room? No. It's all Axel. But, um. See, there's the problem. What were we saying just now, Axel-wise? Um, you were saying he was in great shape and then 2021. Oh, yeah, I just, I think that, uh, I think that. Oh, so Hershey, Pennsylvania, my buddy was there and he was taking videos and it was right after COVID. And he said, something just happened to Axel's voice. He said, it just happened. And he goes, listen, he goes, it didn't sound like this when he first came out. And you could tell it was just like, he must've blew vocal cord. Really? Taking that much time off of not touring yeah. during COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, got it. something happened. It's, it's like working out, right? If you haven't been working your vocal cords, <laughs> shit changes. If you're not using it, you're losing it, yeah, right? Well, so no. even, even for those guys, they're like, man, I... I got to practice before I hit this tour. So the reason I started with the music, rock, the rock and roll lifestyle yes. is because when I was talking to Nugent yesterday, I said, were we robbed of music of like Guns N' Roses back in the eighties when they were at their all time high and I was a kid just like all gooey eyed mm -hmm. over them. Yeah. Were they at their best when they're always high? And they're 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 stoned and they're out of tune and they're drunk and Slash was famous for the Jack Daniels and his tongue was turning black and his gums were actually turning black from drinking so much Jack Daniels and the charcoal in it they said and I'm like now that I know a lot about Jack Daniels I'm like I don't know if that's true <laughs> right but they're all sober now they got right. it. they had to go to get sober yep. or they would have been dead yeah. Right. So were we? Right. I was asking Nugent like were we robbed because they weren't in the best shape of their lives they 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 were skinny but they didn't have muscle mass yep. now Slash is jacked. Duff is jacked. Slash is doing like 10-second handstands at the end of every concert. Really? That's how he ends every concert. Takes his guitar <laughs> off and does a handstand. Um, and how old is he? He's got to be up almost 60. 60. He's yeah. got to be almost so, 60. See? I bet he's 55. He's, he's at least. I think, he's, I think he's got me. So my point is, is were, were we robbed of these musicians? And obviously, it's the rock and roll lifestyle. Right. Do they sound better now? Is, is Slash more mechanically correct in his guitar playing now as he was back then? No, because I would say no, because when they went to the studio, and like you were saying... Slash is they, 57. Oh, I thought he was closer to 60. They were they were creative, right? So, so I mean, some of the things that they did, Chad, were Nirvana. Nirvana. Some of the things he did 
was the first ever you know the beatles some of the things they did people like what the frick you know so so it was just you see these people and so when you went to their concert and they were high as frick you're like yeah we got we got ripped off even but we only paid guys but we only paid 27 bucks so it was like no big deal right i mean it was your week's money but you were like ah fuck it i'll just i'll just listen to it in the car on the way home and it sounds great so we were robbed they were just you know we we got creative genius from all these different people prince you know they all had their thing where you're like oh man that's it's a good point that's classic but i think they were even high as shit in the studio they might have been guns was might for have sure. been. oh probably guns was i mean for sure. dan halen they talk about some of their stuff i'm sure yeah but trying get, to but, trying to get some riffs you're like dude we gotta come back tomorrow this is horrible <laughs> but getting in shape go get some sleep getting in shape Quitting smoking would have saved yeah. Eddie Van Halen's life, probably, yeah. right? Right. Getting in shape, getting sober. I'm not saying you got to be 100% sober like Slash yeah. went, but Slash was 100% on the other Well, end. some of those guys have to, though, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, he can't they, yeah. just have a drink. Right. He has to drink a whole bottle. He said that. Right. So, but getting sober, like we talked about in the last podcast, for these guys, getting in shape, creating, like, you, I, the reason I showed you Axel is because he's getting in shape again. Yeah. At yep. one time, Axel had an eight pack. Yep, he had legs, and if you look at his quads, from he he used to run from. They had the biggest stage in rock and roll, and he run from one side to the other, singing, yeah. keeping his heart rate there, and hitting those high notes. Yep. He was in unreal shape. Yep. Now he's getting back in that shape. It's going to improve his performance. It's going to improve his longevity. It's the same thing in anything in life. Like these guys are experiencing success and unbelievable times in their 60s right slash nobody would have thought for sure there no way slash at 57 years old is still going to be shirt off ripping the guitar right when you saw him at 21 and have right. a time for destruction just, you're like that dude's dead in five years uh, right right so totally getting in shape help these guys become better at what they do yep. and keeps them healthier longer yep. doing it these these guys might play in and, the, the stones we just mentioned are almost 80. Yep. And they're and, still rocking it. And the other thing we haven't even talked about is it's not just the physical, right? It's the mental. So right. so it, on the other end, they're like, I feel better. Let's let's do this. Con-, you know, so so then they're feeling better and they're like, hey, we can do seven or eight more stops. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. They're going to do a, they're doing some big shows this year. <laughs> I bet. I'm going to a few. <laughs> let's go. As long as as long as Axel sounds good and i don't know i don't know um let's see axel and carrie let's see if it brings up the video and we can just here it is right here axel rose brings welcome to the jungle to carrie underwood's welcome denim to. and rhinestones tour. i was i was thinking sweet child of mine but that's what they did on the gnr tour now okay he came out and did that dang it, i bet you it was awesome he looks good looks mm-hmm. classy no he does I know. I wouldn't. I, if you had said who's this, I wouldn't have got it. I, I wouldn't have had it. Yeah. Um, God, he's the best of all time, man. <laughs> I'm like a groupie. <laughs> I, oh, yes, it was in Los yes, you An- are. It was in Los Angeles. That that picture there. Yeah. That, okay. that that video that video that they did was was um, in Los Angeles. But of course, it's not letting me watch the video. Here yeah. it is on YouTube. Let's just see real quick, and then we'll go. You on got with it. Our you got conversation. it. Conversation. That'd be better if that was slash. Go off of there. <laughs> Carrie comes up. You know where you are. 
<laughs> Look at her dancing like Axel. <laughs> That's pretty good. Then he comes out and the crowd goes nuts. She sounds she like sounds Axel good. back in the day. <laughs> I don't know if he sounds right anymore. I was going to say, I, I might rather see her. <laughs> he actually does Not sound bad. better. Not bad. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it a little bit later. But <laughs> she... She I would, sounds pretty good. Well, she she, I hope she, she can sing. sing. I yeah. hope she can. I hope she can. I'm not a big fan of her. No, just yeah. Just she said some stuff about the stuff that I do, not personally, but gotcha. But I'm in just general, like, oh, you better watch your mouth, girl. You're from yeah. Oklahoma. That's the heart of the freaking heartland. Chill out. <laughs> Don't Is that be, where she's from? Not yeah. I didn't know. Remember when she's a little chubby girl on American Idol? I do remember that. Yeah, if you go through when you're driving through Oklahoma, the home of Carrie Underwood. Gotcha. So, working out. Obviously, we like listening to music when we work out. Yes. But there is there is something to be said about the mindset of what fitness does, and that people either get on the train, or they're not ever going to. Is it possible to live the what life is supposed to be quality wise without training? I don't think so. Can't be but, right, but I, but maybe we're a little biased. But Chad, I've you felt pain, yeah. right? I felt pain. I, I've been in a clinic where you talk to people who are in pain all the time. Uh, I think if you start moving and doing things and and exploring more, I mean that's what life's about, right? So if if you can't do that stuff, I don't know. So so to me. I might be biased, but when you look at these stats and, and you, you, you know, you do these different things and, you know, you get your runners high or you just get feel good after you leave the gym. I, I don't know. I, I think you've got to find some balance and working out's got to be part of your life uh, to some extent on the daily. Yeah. It's, it's another cool study. Like I've been talking about these studies that I'd want to see is the percentage of professional athletes that continue a regimented workout program. Cause I've seen a lot of them where you're just, I saw rampage Jackson the other day in a video and I'm like, that ain't rampage Jackson. There ain't no freaking way bad. Yeah. Yeah. And it, 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 maybe this was, a, I don't know how exactly how long ago this video was taken, but it wasn't that long ago and it was well after he's retired fighting, yeah. but shit, he was, he was up for some fights a couple of years ago to where they were going to do, you know, like one of those Chuck Liddell versus yep. rampage again. Yep. Deals. They shouldn't do that at all. Um, <laughs> no, but, uh, they did it with Tito and Chuck. Yep. Tito destroyed yep. him. Yep. Um, but I wonder what the percentage of professional athletes that had it, that did it for so long, even like a lineman. Yeah. Like Tony Sirigusa that just died. Yep. Um, he was heavy his whole life. Right. But he had to stay in shape in the weight room when he was playing. I wonder yeah, if he oh, yeah. totally quit when he started being a commentator. It's a good question. I wonder what percentage we, of them We kind of talked about even that last Alan time. Iverson, how much weight he gained for a, when he quit playing for yeah. a while. And I don't yeah. know if he's dropped some now. Well, it's, <laughs> it's hard for like those basketball guys, right? They're up and down the court. They're burning calories. And then when you stop playing, if you're not doing something, you know, it's, it's going the other way 
quick. Yeah. You know, if you're like used Jordan's to eating, put on a bunch of LBs, yep, you know? yep, right. And he, and he was shredded at one time. Oh yeah, but I don't think he gives a shit. He Jordan. may not. <laughs> he still works out. I guarantee not. you. I th- oh yeah, I think he still plays some. He's moves. the coolest of all time. <laughs> yeah, he is the. Co- he's but him and Bo are probably the coolest professional. At- I don't know like who I'd want to meet more right now in my life or sit down and talk to Tyson for sure. Cause I know a lot about his career and okay. I pick his brain on a bunch I, of stuff. I don't think the thing with Jordan is I don't think he's going to tell you much. He's I know kinda, that's the he's thing. Kinda, he's so cool. Quiet. He's just cool. <laughs> like you see, he's, he's not going to give you any his... of those. He's not going to really leak the, the cool stories where you're like, come on, give me, give me something. Why were his eyes so yellow in that uh, last dance? Good. Is that Gerardus or the alcohol when your uh, liver starts shutting down? Uh, it might be. Is he drinking that much? Uh, that would be a guess. Yeah. Oh no. Cause he had a cocktail and a cigar not. every Let's scene. Let's hope not. Had. What maybe, else could it be? Maybe it's just the smoke in his eyes. Really? I don't know. Wasn't wasn't the best picture of Jordan that it's not the Jordan I remember. No, he just turned sixty. Uh huh. I saw um, my buddy sent me a picture of of somebody that I knew that was at his party. Um, God, did you see? I don't the celebration they had like Maroon Five jamming. Really, Adam Levine. Uh huh. That dude is mad talent. Yeah, he play. I mean, you know, you've made it in life when you just hire Maroon Five for your birthday party. <laughs> Because you know that they get big money, you know, like they're not a hundred thousand dollar act. No, they're just not. Like, but but it's Jordan. They might be Howard like, Stern had we, him can on. We his hang with Jordan money. for a little while. I mean, you know, that's oh no, it's not a bad money. trade. They pay big money. <laughs> but um, I hope he's healthy because he just started his NASCAR club team. I think he just started yeah. a new fishing team. Oh really? Yeah, in the, in the blue and black and all those tournaments, those Marlin tournaments. Okay. I think Jordan's got a team in that. I know he does. And then he's got his NASCAR team. Yeah. Then he owns some NBA team. Yep. He's got Charlotte. some part of a he's football team. Part of too. Charlotte. He might even be part of something else. The ultimate entrepreneurs, mm. businessman after their athletic career. Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, mm. Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, without a doubt. They are incredible. Magic's. Yeah. He's worth like seven hundred fifty million. Yeah, crazy. Jordan's a billionaire. Yep. He does well, like he he does like a hundred million walks commissions. Down, talk about walking down to the mailbox and just oh shit another check. He gets off of air. It's, jo- better, it's better than the friends cast, right? They just walk yeah. down to the mailbox and Jordan is a billionaire. I know. I think Tiger's close to a billionaire again. Probably he, he was a billionaire when he even got divorced. Even though he's given a lot away, but yeah. yeah, when he got divorced, did you see his new one? His new girlfriend? No, nope. they haven't said, even seen it. They they said that uh, I was watching. Um, I was watching ESPN or something, one of the sports deals, and because uh, it's baseball season, so now yeah. I'm it's I got back, a bit back in the background, you know. And they're like Michael Jordan or uh, Tiger Woods' girlfriend wouldn't leave his mansion. Guess he asked her to leave, wouldn't leave. Said they're going on a trip. Gets out like they're getting out at the airport, and he stays in the car and locks the doors and takes <laughs> off. And she's suing him for thirty million. How do you, well, thirty million? You're not even his wife. What you had a you you experienced a quality of life for a couple months, so you deserve thirty million. Like that's nuts, so. But that's funny. That if that story's true, like that's freaking. That's funny. That's funny. But God, you talk about woman problems. Yeah, is Tiger Woods. Yeah, and it has yeah. to be. It has to be because of how locked up he was and kept away from him. I think he was kept in a cage. I think by his dad. Yeah, not physically, literally, literally. But like, I don't think he was allowed to do anything. Yeah, yeah. So you look at the worth of life of like tiger woods is worth a ton of money sure but i don't think he really found his value in life until now 
I really feel that way. Like this, when you see him with Charlie now, he looks happier than he's ever been. There was that time when he's doing the fist pumps and he's winning everything. Yeah. yeah. But was he truly happy? That's a good question. I don't know. Like all the money in the world, all the fame, can't go out in public ever. Right. Because you're going to get right. just destroyed. That's, like that's tackled. Not, that can't be fun. You got to have security guards, which is I wouldn't fun. know. But that can't be fun. Couldn't be. It can't be fun. <laughs> no. Could be cool for a minute. For a minute. Be cool to be in his entourage. You're just right. To be able right. to get just, walked in the back door yeah, everywhere. Yeah. But. Like, being in the best shape of his life when he was hitting the ball a ton, um, the injuries came. The, the, the wear and tear on his body came. Right. It had to be because of, of how long he did it. Well, it's, he, it's he a combo. It when he was like four. It's a combo. So, so a lot of people, one of the worst things that I think ever came out of his camp was when he bench pressed 300 pounds. Yeah. And, and then you got all these golfers going, I want to bench press. I'm like, might be the worst exercise ever for a golfer, right? But there were a couple guys. I I went to a couple conferences, and they talked about him, um, that his knee was going to go because he had changed his swing, and he was creating so much torque in his knee. But his problem was he was so strong, and his swing was so fast. The torque that that creates down the line, people knew he was going to be in trouble. He, He probably... I wouldn't be surprised if somebody had said, hey, let's take a little bit off just to, you know, extend your career a little bit. And he was just so driven. His whole it thing. I think his whole thing was I got to go harder and stronger and faster. And before you know it, the body can only handle so much. I wonder I wonder the torque he created in his low back has got to be through the roof. If you could put some wires in there and get those numbers, probably unbelievable. Do you think he lost on purpose out of respect to Jack Nicklaus? Do you think he quit winning, I should say? Because he was chasing that. I think he broke down. I think think Uh, it's more that he broke down. Because I would have... I think, if I, I would think have had a million dollars at the time, I would have bet a million that he would have had the most oh, yeah. majors. Oh, yeah. I think he was He was on... I don't know if he was going to break it before he was 40. Maybe so. I don't even know because I don't keep up with it that much. But he was way on target. I think he just started to break down. You know, with his back and then his knee and then I think his back again. Has golf, so. has golf elevated since... <clears throat> There's no way golf will ever be as popular as it was. It's it's like the Jordan thing, right? Yeah. It, it's it's it hits some peaks. So there's a few of the younger guys right now that they say are pretty hot, but but, but same you got thing that with new Jordan. Li- it's, you got it's that like, new live deal. Yeah. Which is like a total slap in the face of the PGA. Yeah. They've taken all, all the big money and t- putting in yep. bringing these guys over. Greg Norman is part of that running yep. it. And I think it's out of Dubai, the yep. the owners Correct. or something. But yeah. Um, Tiger had a lot of character in saying, I'll never go do that. And they yeah. offered him. Could, could you imagine the amount of money they offered? Him? Oh, God. No. I bet you they offered him and his son. I mean, I don't even know probably, how much. Probably more than his Nike deal. Right. But I think I just think that golf will never be what it was. It never was. Oh. My, my point is, is like, was the competition when Jack Nicholas was winning all his stuff as stiff as it was when Tiger was? Probably not. You don't think so? Uh-uh. You think more people got into golf because of Tyler, Tiger? I think so. You think the competition think, was stiffer when my, when Tiger was winning all his majors? Well, I, I think for me, I didn't grow up a golfer. And and like my, I remember my grandpa watching it, and I was like, why would you watch this? So boring. You know, I just I couldn't watch it. But I think in, you know, when we, we've talked about this before. When we look at kids trying to specialize already i think each generation now sees golf as being a big money sport so you got a lot more people playing so i I do think each 
generation, there's more competition because of what we see. You know, it's it's so easy to see it on your phone, on the TV. It's it's just so so much exposure. Yeah. So I think each generation's got more competition now. I think Jack was just ahead of his time. I I, I mean, maybe his competition was similar for the time frame, but I don't know that there were that many people vying for spots on the tour as there are now. You know, I don't know that the college game. So, for example, I'm thinking there's more guys playing in college, leaving college to try and get on the pro tour than there was in the 60s and 70s. It really is amazing, like, what Tiger did. But if you do yourself a favor, if you are a sports fan and you have time, because I don't, I, I, I really am against, like, gorging on sports. I've, I, I wanna, That's where I'm going next with this conversation. But if you dissect what jack did it's unfrickin yeah. real. oh it, and how long he did it for it, yeah it, was, it right. was unreal how many majors he won and at what age he well won. like it's goes it's amazing right, goes right back to our rocker conversation right yeah longevity so longevity. so tiger was getting there fast but it was so extreme he broke down whereas if he had had a good maybe a real good um caddy with him or somebody who was like dude take it easy on this shot you know that we don't have to go at it but but that was just tiger i mean i think everything he did was attack 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 but he paid the price whereas jack was nice steady long term you know over time so that record may stand for quite a while okay before i get into my pet peeve that okay. we're going to end this on today lebron is nowhere near jordan i, I want to make sure that everybody understands that i'm with you there I don't know why I hate I'm him so much. There. I just don't like him. I, I, I have not watched a minute of basketball since Jordan here's retired. Here's my problem. And, and it's funny because my wife likes – likes. I mean, LeBron's, LeBron's he's great. Got he's got talent, great. sure. But, but when a guy, to me, what, what gets players. me, what, what I can't stand, and it's not just him, it's any the of flopping. them. Yeah, if you're 260 and the guy who's 175 bumps you – you're going nowhere. It's like here's the fucking is wall. Meet, meet the wall. I think he's two. Yeah, I don't know for sure, but he's real God, close. He's I'm athlete. pretty sure he's two sixty, somewhere right around. There. Is he really? I'm like, I'm like meet the wall. If you come into me, I'm I'm standing my ground, and you're going down because you just met the wall. It's I'm not going down on the floor. He does it all the time. I might fall down and he, break my wrist. Fuck baby. that. He's a crybaby. Yeah, yeah. So if no, you watch I, these I, underground yeah. videos of him that they show on. <laughs> On uh, on um, Fox Sports and stuff, yeah. Like they catch him like crying. Yeah, like he 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 plays the he plays the officials a little bit. LeBron right. weight. Oh my God, you're right. He's two fifty. I'll, I'll mess around. Two fifty. I know. My, How tall I know is he? Six ten. Oh, probably. Six. He's just under. I think yeah, he's, he's just built. under. Just under seven. So my pet peeve in life has become this. Okay. And I've seen it. Since is it I, me? No, is I hire me? employees. I have employees. You do too. Yep. I have a real issue with people becoming fanatics. And I know this is going to sound ignorant, but I think it's such a waste of time. Unless your career is oh, going gotcha. to be a gotcha. Chris Berman, Scott Van Pell, yep. Al Michaels kind of deal. Um, and I, I talked to this yesterday on a podcast, too. Um, I just don't like the fact of I don't like the guy in the room that always knows all the stats like oh I just regurgitated all this like <laughs> anybody could do that like do you have passion do you understand like what it is to talk on Bo Jackson and what he did or do you just go he ran for 34 touchdowns da, 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 da. like I don't but the, it seems like these super fans fanatics are gorging themselves all day with fantasy football and rotation yeah. or all this stuff and I'm like if this goes into working out, wasting time, right? Where is it really going to benefit in your life? Are you making money with it? Are you putting that much love into what? Like what I've had do. employees where I look at and I'm like, 
No wonder. No right. wonder you make fucking yeah. mistake after mistake because you literally sit there and think that it's important to know that the Tennessee Titans were up by three at halftime. Right. I don't give a shit. Right. I don't care. Right. Like if people that that like I'm, I'm on a soapbox now because it, I, I, it drives me nuts that people think this is a, a quality use of their time right. to engorge them. Am I the first one that's going to go to spring training and have a cold beer and listen to that sound of the bat? Yes, but I'll be damned if I know eight players in the major leagues now. Because at one time, when I was coming up and I was uh, uh, playing sports, I was a fan. Sure. But when I started making money, right. I don't have time for hobbies no, anymore. don't have time. Does that make I, sense? Totally. I, I couldn't tell. I don't know that I know eight professional major leaguers because it changes, right? And I, I, I don't watch it. It's, it's impossible. And there's certain things I like to watch, and I'll leave them on in the background, but I'm like... I try not to just sit there and gorge on it because I, I don't think it's, it's productive now. It's not productive, no. but it happens so oh, much. Ton. And it's not just sports. I get the social media yeah. deal, everything, but the, the idea that you're living this life of, I got to know what my team did today. I'm like, <laughs> it's not your team. Right. We won today. No, you. we didn't. Right. My mom's like this, and I love her. Like more power to mom. Almost seventy, beautiful, but she's of green. Like she's born in Ohio. She's never been a football fan. And all of a sudden, she's a huge Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay fan the last six, seven years. And good, fine. And she gets pissed if they lose, and cries if he gets made fun of. And does, all does, this. She, does she know what he's going to do? I don't know. We got to know. We got to know. I don't know. Is he out of the dark? He's a stud, though. He's a stud. he's a weirdo, but he's, he's a stud. He's he's a little. I was telling Jake the other he's day. He's a little I, into himself. He just make a freaking decision. Just go somewhere. Yeah, he's Start pretty, throwing the ball. He's and play in the preseason. I mean, what the frick? I don't know. Your other guys are out I there. Don't know just if he play. Cares anymore. He doesn't. I don't care. I mean, when you get paid my, 50, my kids you know, and I get in on that year. one. I'm like, you play in the preseason. Yeah. Jerry Rice played in the preseason. Yeah, the growth. There, the there's goat. a reason. They'll never there's be a receiver like that, right? No. There's some good. There's a lot of good receivers, but Jerry Rice. I don't know what makes him the goat. It's not just numbers. Right. It was the way he did it. It yeah. was that what you just said, that work ethic. Yep. It was that whole that wholeness that mental that time frame of football was just different. That's why maybe as you age you start to like change your ways of how you view things or how you mm -hmm. judge things. Yeah. But when I would watch I don't watch receivers today. Now that's not true. Michael Irvin or yeah. uh was it Irvin? Irvin? Irvin was good. Who's the other guy? That's called Jack Dallas. Dallas. The other oh, Dallas guy. Oh, you're talking. You're talking and played for the Niners. Yeah. You're talking. Uh, he, not, he was short last name. Number 81. Yes. Terrell. Terrell Owens. That dude was a stud, too. Yeah. But they weren't Jerry Rice to me. No. There was something. In, I mean, Michael Irvin was a Mike, badass. Michael was up there. He was without a badass. Doubt, without a doubt. Uh, Andre Risen on the on the yeah. Falcons then. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> there was another receiver that was, that was nonstop at that time. Uh, but and I'm not a huge football guy, but I know Jerry Rice's career because of what it of what he preached yeah. was work, yeah. work ethic, and yeah. nobody would ever outwork him. Yeah. Same as Jordan. If you watch that thing, people did not like Michael Jordan. You would think, right. God, he's got to be everybody's favorite. They hated him. Yeah, because he was a dick to his teammates. He's like, we're we we got give a me job the ball, to do. We're winning. <laughs> yeah, it was that mentality yeah. of like. You weren't here at 4 o'clock this morning. Right. You're not taking – it was like the Kobe, the Mamba. Yeah. He always told people, you weren't here at 4 o'clock this morning. I put in the time. I'm taking the shot. You yeah. either live with it or you don't. Yeah. Either I make it and I, we, we win yep. or we I do it or lose, but I'm taking the freaking shot. Yeah. Because I deserve it. Like, there's there's some of those guys off. who, yeah. 
They have that mentality. Yeah. I just don't see that in LeBron. Now, does LeBron work hard? Of course he does. Sure. He's in tremendous shape. He's a tremendous talent, but he just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. And, and and I wish that I don't like the athletes that do it for me. Is it a generational thing? Because I watch these new kids coming up that I'm hiring and I'm I'm often asking myself, really, this really like that's what you got. Mm-hmm. That's that's you really think that that was mean? Like what I just or, said, like you or, just got your feelings hurt or you really think that that was a that was a tough day. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was a tough that, day. that was a warm up. We're, we're going to rock goes, and roll. He goes, you made me feed the dogs too much. I'm like, you know why? I'm trying to break your ass, which I did. You know why I'm trying to break you? Because you need to be broke because you're not tough. But, but, do, but do, do I Chad, disrespect you? Do I do I give you everything? Do I but make it, you lunch? But it's not even that. It's like somebody's got to feed the dogs. It was you. It big, was you. Big whoop. It was part of the deal. Did I pay well, it you? It wasn't part of my job description. Did I I'm like, pay I don't you? care. <laughs> I don't care. Right. I don't care. I go, I go, you think part of, I use this guy out here, Tom. I go, did you see who's helping me unload the truck when we were in California? I go, that guy's been with me for 13 years. Yep. If there's a job to be done, do it. You better get Just on do it. it. Oh, I right? didn't like the extra work. I'm like, dude, your your life is going to be like. But, uh, but uh, it uh, wasn't. But the, my watch didn't say nine o'clock, Chad. Yeah, I, it's crazy I, mentality. I, I, it was only eight fifty eight. Crazy I mentality. I, I can't move that box. Cra- I, I, it's so, too early. So so the three hundred dollar kid rock ticket that I got for you, it, I didn't like that extra work. <laughs> right. You know, it's like where where, where do you, where, like this mentality of these younger guys yeah. is like. Oh my gosh! I know we're gonna be in some I, trouble. I don't know if it ever is going. I always say things come full circle, right? Because oh, somebody God. will come into the gym and go, "Oh, you got med balls?" I'm like, "Yeah, they've been around since Rocky. You know, the '70s. <laughs> they they went away for a little while. Guess what? They came back. I don't know if mentality is ever gonna make the circle. I don't know. I think I think we just keep getting softer and softer. I don't know if some of these guys Man, are ever gonna. I, I almost figure had, it out. I had to sit down and talk to my therapist. I mean, I, I'm not afraid to say that I see a therapist twice a week. Nothing wrong but, with that. I had to say, I don't feel guilty. Like, I hope this kid goes home and tells his mom that I'm a dick. <laughs> like, I hope he does because you're, I hope she you're calls so worked me. In. I hope she calls me and I can go, listen, lady, whatever you're making Sammy with his blueberry muffins every morning, whatever you're doing is not making him a man. Right. Not his decisions in life are not the right decisions. I hate to say it, but he's making a lot of wrong did, decisions. Chad, did you work him eight point three hours? Oh God! Did you did you go over the eight eight hour limit? It's like oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. When we're on the road, I tell these guys, hey, when we're on the road, we work. Right. The rest of the year, it's lax. We we're can, fine. We you can come in do. here. Work. Yeah. You go sure. To, we're going. To, we're going to go to games. We're going to go to concerts. We're going to be backstage. We're going to be eating the finest foods at the finest camps. None of that matters because I had to do extra work. I'm like. I honest, this is going to sound ignorant, but I honestly wanted to just knock him out. Just just one time, just, just go, have you had your ass kicked? Have you ever just had been so beat up that you had to wake up and go, oh my God, I need to get tough because I had, I've been knocked out. I've been in a fight to where you actually got punched and didn't, you didn't call the cops and you didn't put on social media and get somebody in trouble. Like there used to be a time where fist fights were. You didn't get locked out of the car and want to sue for 30 million. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? There was a time where, where a fist fight was just a fist fight. Right. These kids are now it's like, I'll put my phone on. I'm recording everything you say. And I'm like, dude, it's a jackass movement. It's the movement of jackasses of like your work ethic is never. Now this kid here is 25. That son of a bitch would run through a wall. He's unreal. Like, unreal talent, self-taught. Obviously, we give him a lot of opportunity. But yep. you talk about dedication. You're like, that is going, that's who I want running the company someday. Yep. Just just putting in the time. Few and far between. Doing the work. Not asking for, you know, much. Sure. You, you, hey, 
I'm due for a raise. How about, oh, yeah, you worked hard. Let's do it. You know, but I know. I don't know where some of that is gone. It's, it's, uh, we got, we're, we're going to go eat right now, but I wanted to end on my pet peeve of like, if we continue to, in 10 new, I keep going back to my talk with Ted yesterday. He said, oh, you didn't like the mean tweets we were talking about, you know, whether you agree with it or not. He's like, you are a pussy. Like, if your feelings get hurt, you got to look at the results, the leadership of like what's going on. D- shit talking is a form of getting things done. Maybe confrontation is not always bad, right? You got right. people are so soft now. It's just like I don't want it. the same person I'm talking about. I'll pay for your gym membership. I'll pay for a trainer. You can come with me to see you. Nah. You know what the answer always was? I'm good. <laughs> at what? Tell me at what. And then you know what the answer would be? Life. I'm like, really? Really? Because this proves it. I'm good at sitting on the couch and watching TV. Yeah, and regurgitating sports. And I'm just like, God, I just want to shake you. (laughs) If I could just be life, if I could be life, a character called life, and walk through the wall right now, like the the Christmas story where the ghosts come back. What was that called? The Christmas past or whatever? Yeah. And I could just, if I'm life and I could just grab you and shake the shit out of you, you would learn that, dude, you're going to get ran over. Yeah. You are going to get ran over. Oh, well, I'm a nice guy. I don't give a shit. Right. I don't care. I'm I'm nice when I need to be nice too. But dude, I'm telling you like, when I sat at lunch the other day with coach Fred Dallimore, who called me the biggest recruiting mistake that he ever made in his career, that is absolutely the meanest thing. You could call me a mother effort 3,000 times. And I'd been like, I love this shit. But when he called me that. I sunk lower than you could possibly sink. Right. Way lower than that chair could go. I was like, oh my God. Like that cut me. But it made me tough. I was like, I I'll whip this dude's ass. Right. And now we're tight friends. He's seventy eight years old and we're still eating lunch together where most people some people would have been like, You really hurt my feelings, I'm never talking to you again. I took it as maybe I do suck. Maybe I maybe I don't belong at UNLV. Mm-hmm. I belong in a D three school maybe or a junior college. I wish I'd have went to junior college right off the bat. Way better decision. But man, people that hear that, you can't say that you shit can't to kids say that. today. Nope. You're, nope. you're going to jail. Nope. You're woke. Yeah, I yep. mean, this woke, you're... Anyway, I don't even know. Like, we touched on some fitness on that one. Sure. Little music. We talked about longevity, music. Longevity, health. Wait, you've been wanting to do that for a while. We were good. Uh, we're I just good. want to make sure that everybody... Who knows? Maybe that... Food maybe, fighters are maybe not that'll, the best oh, uh, um, That's all we're playing today in the gym. That's it. It's all we're playing. No, we're listening to Guns That's all we're playing. Nope. Thank you for being here. This Life Ain't For Everybody with Rob Knatzer, Sierra Strength and Speed, Reno, Nevada. If you're ever in the area, check them out. This episode of the podcast was also brought to you by the one and only Tennessee Sour Mash Whiskey. Enjoy it responsibly. Never allow underage drinking. If you have one in moderation after workout, it's fine. It's okay. Don't, like, you put too much pressure on yourself. That's what people tell me. If I have a drink, I got to work extra hard. You do. You just balance it out. Balance. Work a little bit. Get in the gym. Don't be soft. Thank you, Jack Daniels, and thank y'all very much. Life on earth won't last too long. So what you gonna do? The money's all gone. I'd rather be poor living off in a hole than rich as hell without a soul. Life on earth won't last that long. What you gonna do when the money's all gone? Say life on earth won't last that long What you gonna do when the money's all gone